<laughs> All right. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Happy new week. Um, another live with Nat and one of her amazing authors. And next to me, I have got Jenny Cook, uh, who's the author of Adult Gap. Year. Thank you so much for taking time out of your start of your week to be here with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Jenny and I actually met pre-COVID times. Uh, we were just catching up and saying, um, you know, did we meet at a real life event? And yes, we did. It was around October 2019 that she came along to one of my half-day seminars face-to-face -face here in Melbourne. And then subsequently she attended the very last face-to-face -face virtual, uh, sorry, face-to-face -face retreat, um, the unicorn theme, uh, February 2020. And she wrote the uh, book behind you that you can see the banner of Adult Gap Year. Um, and that's what we're talking about today. So some fun stuff for you guys today, all about travel and adventure. And, you know, you see all these high schoolers finish high school and then go on their gap years and all that sort of stuff. Why should they do it? <laughs> Why can't we do it? And that's exactly what Jenny did. So let me, before we get stuck into the conversation, let me read you out the official introduction of Jenny Cook, who is an artist, businesswoman, educator, instructional designer, mentor, facilitator, yoga teacher, now published author, world traveler, and lifelong learner. She's also a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and a bulldog owner. I know she's worried about her puppy barking in the background um, now, but we can't hear it. So she's a life enthusiast. Jenny attributes the early loss of both her parents to her zest to live life while you have it. So it was no surprise to many when after raising a family, moving seaside and renovating their dream home, Jenny and her husband, Rob, pulled the plug um, on the normal rat race of life. They packed up and set out on a year of travel in search of the freedom to recharge and regain their lives. And that's when the adult gap year was born. In embarking on this trip, designing her life her way, hoping to inspire others to follow her lead and find their highest self uh, through adventure. So Jenny, uh, it's great that we're talking about this because hopefully we can now see a little bit of a light on uh, at the end of that tunnel um, with everything that is going. You know, I know we still mean lockdowns and all this sort of stuff, but hopefully that the world will and the countries will open up. So we need to start planning, right? Absolutely. No time like the present to plan. Yeah. So talk to me about that. Like, you know, obviously when you're um, a child just finished high school or your early 20s you don't have too many responsibilities and things like that how do you guys plan and what what did you have to do to get your life in order to take a year off yeah well um yeah it wasn't a spur of the moment thing by any means you know the logistics when you are older you know you have the family we had a business a house the dogs you know so yeah it did take some planning I'd say 18 months of planning um I think I, I planted the seed to start with, like, oh, why don't we just do something, you know, random and like live our dream. Our dream would be to travel for a year. And then we sort of talked about it. The more we talk about it, the more realistic it, it becomes. And um, yeah, so we decided that why not? You know, we had a few life curveballs hit us. So as everyone does, you know, but when you're in business, it's hard to actually keep going and run the business um, successfully as well and you know things were getting a lot more difficult in the environment with business and um, you know the personal things we thought you know what if we just stop and get off this hamster wheel you know we might not be here for the grandchildren you know so that's what we did we decided all right where to start like the, like I said a lot of logistics a lot of planning and um, we just slowly started 
putting it down. So I kept that sort of plan and I've made like a planner for people to actually start planning their own. Because we do get a lot of questions on, well, how did you even do it? Like people say, oh, we can't do it because, you know, the kids are at school or, you know, um, I don't know, we still got a mortgage, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But really, it's just about planning around that. I mean, these days you can rent your house out while you go. You know, sure, wait for the kids to leave school, but or take them with you, you know. Um, but there's no time like planning and saving in that time anyway. So, yeah, it's never too soon um, to start planning. And, yeah, we um, sort of, so we got um, our son to come and sit, house sit so they could save for their house. Yeah. And to also look after our two dogs at the time. Yeah. Uh, and we planned it for a year. So we thought, you know what? Why should the young kids do this on the road? Not Why won't we have a go? And we had travelled for about 12 years beforehand. And you meet lots of people that travel. And, um, you know, lots of really interesting people. And they, they travel the world. And we thought, oh, it'd be awesome just to do that. Maybe just start in Bali. And then we'll just make it up as we go along, you know, because we just needed to get out, get out of the cold. Go and... Um, so we did that. We just booked three weeks in Bali with no um, future plans apart from that. And we thought we'd chase waterfalls and go surfing. At the start. Uh -huh. it, seemed, it seemed that we ended up um, hitting the end of the surf season everywhere we went. And oh. we about four waterfalls. So um, we sort of changed and we listened to other people that travelled and what they found interesting, where they booked. Uh, so we ended up at like Moi um, by... Uh, Muay Thai boxing camps, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, we went to Japan to see my son, who had just moved there with his girlfriend. Um, and what else? We went to Sri Lanka. We um, hiked up Adams Peak, which was like amazing, something I never would have done. Um, we had some friends come over and do that with us, so that was good. Um, and when we see um, manta rays in Bali, and I did my yoga teacher training in Ubud in Bali later on in September. Uh, we just had some times where like a month in one base, which was really awesome because having your own business, you don't get to do that and get to go more than a week or two, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, to have a base in like Phuket and we just did living things, you know, went to the gym and the yeah. beach. Yeah, normal. Yeah, enjoyed their culture. That was really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're the sort of things we ended up doing. And it was just something, you know, you will always have forever. Like we will do it again. It was it was so good. Just the freedom, and you know, we we regained our health and happiness, which is why we went. Because you know, when you're on the hamster wheel, it's like it's so busy. You're exhausted. You're just doing the same old, same old. Then you yeah. end up taking shortcuts, going through the drive-through for you know McDonald's, <laughs> but yeah. food, you know, and having all the junk. So you're just putting on more. You go out for lunches or dinners because you haven't got time to cook dinner. You know, you drink more because you think you deserve it because <laughs> you yeah, work hard. And, and yeah, all of a sudden, you're puffed because you, you know, walking up the hill or chasing, you know, the dog or something. So, yeah. So this was like a circuit breaker to regain your health and happiness. And yeah, you say you only live once, and you, you know, you're in your bio. We read, you know, you lost your parents while you're young, so this is yeah. so important to you that you make the most of it while you're here, right? Absolutely, yeah. And you, yeah. And I encourage and I hope to inspire people for that yeah. reason. You know, just this is our one chance. You know, we don't get another chance. And you know, just looking at COVID. Mm -hmm. there's a few years taken away from us that we didn't even you know think about so 
yeah, take it while you can, I say. Plan it while you can. I mean, sorry. I was going to say something we chatted about before we went live was this opportunity to now during COVID be able to save maybe a little bit because you're not going out to as many lunches or dinners or having takeaway coffees and all that. I know some people are in uh, dire straits in terms of the, the income in terms of how, you know, they've lost jobs or businesses and all that kind of stuff. But then there is others who are, who are okay and they keep continuing working like for example i've had to work harder than i ever have the last two years because i have had to pivot the business fully online and because there's nothing else to do all i have what all i'm doing every day is just working to keep distracted for from the things that are going on because i'd rather focus on something positive and resourceful and help people and then therefore it's allowed me to save and um um you know as you say take that adult gap year when the time and the opportunity comes right yeah absolutely yeah yeah I agree. So what are the top three things what are the top three things you guys got ready maybe that's not the same thing that might be for other people but I know you've written a whole book about it so you now have hindsight in terms of what you know so is it like the house situation mortgage what, what is it the top three things that people really need to think about as they start to plan I uh, Yes, well, probably your work situation, your business, or um, if you're working. And I guess if you're working, you can negotiate a bit easier to have a year off, perhaps. Um, I mean, it can be six months. It's just a circuit breaker, like you said, really. Um, So you can negotiate that at work, perhaps. If you're in a business, yeah, uh, you could get the manager in, which we did think about. But for us, we'd still be thinking about the business. So we decided that we wanted to just circuit break completely. Uh, which meant we sold all the machinery from our business and yeah. kept the, the bones of it and to start up when we got home, if that's what we wanted to do, So, which we haven't yet. But, um, yeah, so I think obviously what's your income, um, your house, what would you do with that? Um, I mean, if you're renting, you maybe, you know, just store your stuff for a year. Yep. Um, if you've got it, you, could, you can rent it out, which really helps with the mortgage, that would uh, counteract your mortgage and those expenses. And then I think, well, probably the top one should have been family, your kids (laughs) and um, and pets. So, yeah, they're the three main things I guess you need to consider in your budget. So we we did a budget, which was hilarious, because I think for years we haven't really, you know, worried too much about a budget. But we thought over there, we're there for the year, you know. And sure, Southeast Asia is quite inexpensive, but when you're, you know, it's every single night you're paying accommodation for over there. Um, and the food and sort of adds up and we didn't want to miss any opportunities. So if we wanted to do boxing camp, I wanted to have the money for that. If we wanted to do yoga teacher training, you know, so, and sometimes our friends would come over. So we might stay in a five-star restaurant, a restaurant, hotel, you know, for two weeks. So, yeah, I think budget's a big one. Um, And yeah, I mean, our main budget was the blown budget (laughs) because we could never (laughs) do our budgets. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it's good. I think they're the three top things. Yeah. 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 And it depends what kind of the budget depends on the type of um, experiences you want to have. If you're a person that likes to stay in really exclusive places, then you've got to budget higher. Mm-hmm. If you are not too fussy, but you want to have experiences over luxury of where you sleep, then, you know, mm-hmm. you might split split the difference there. Or as you say, you can have a variety, isn't it? I, I would probably go for the variety of the different things because, yeah. um, you know, that would be really interesting. Um, you know, some people obviously hear about the young ones, they work while they travel and all that kind of stuff. Did yeah. you guys do any of that? 
We didn't work, no. We were thinking of doing a volunteer time. You can do that with, you know, multitude of things overseas, but we didn't actually do that either at that time. But we will go back and do some sort of um, volunteering, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people that do work overseas, and there's a lot of, um, actually, a lot of travellers that, you know, they're online, so they go to co-working spaces, etc. So there yeah. are a lot of people that do that. We didn't at the time. Yeah. Now we got back. I am fully remote, so I can we can do it again. We wanted to change our lifestyle so that we can do it like that. Yes. Um, so yeah, we we could do it again and work while we're overseas. That would be our yeah, aim yeah. for the time. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking now that the business is fully pivoted yeah. online and literally, as I was telling you before, you know, going to Queensland, coming back, wherever I'm going, the business is there on the laptop. And um, and it doesn't matter where I am, you know, which it did, you know, pre-COVID. So that's been a huge blessing that I could easily do an adult gap here and kind of stay away and have everything taken care of because, yeah, one of the hardest things is to be able to make that. And I think part of the reason you wrote the book was so you can move things online and have that flexibility of helping people and um, talking, you know, from any location, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, another thing I came back with idea was to, you know, be an event coach and and take women overseas for boxing camps and health retreats and things, which, you know, I got a lot of um, interest from when we were writing the blog. Um, So, yeah, like we said, unfortunately, COVID hit them on the head, but that's only temporary, you know, maybe we can work it out later on somehow. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's different things you can do. You could take a adult gap year just within Australia, literally. So many, so, yeah. so many people do it with um, camper vans and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it's really popular at the moment, isn't it? You can't buy caravans at the moment. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, one of my daughter's um, uh, friends from school, they've just been gone for four or five months and they've just returned to Melbourne. But they, you know, they were talking online the whole time she was, she was doing that touring thing with the camper van and she saw all sorts of beautiful places with her mum and dad and yeah the whole family went with the young young children which is possible and I've seen other people do it so what are some of the benefits you talked about obviously health happiness um you know all that kind of stuff what what are some other things that you kind of got out of this experience of having an adult gap year that kind of go you you didn't think it was going to happen but it did you know so is there anything else that was like a surprising benefit um well I didn't expect to do my yoga teacher training over there yeah um yeah I think just the freedom of being able to choose what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it and like we said at the time we were talking earlier at the time two years ago uh we could sit in a restaurant anywhere and start booking flights to leave the next day you know and um, I think that we used to take that for granted to be honest and now I think that's really amazing that do you think we could do that you know and we <laughs> stopped at Singapore so many times because it was like the middle to you know um, from Bali to Thailand Japan all that sort of stuff so um yeah I think it, it was yeah, a not to take for granted the way we could flip around the world earlier you know and yeah, yeah. do that again yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that it, it will happen, but it is, seems like a novelty right now that it was like, what? You know, because yeah. I've often taken off sometimes, you know, with a day's notice to go 
um, go to a place or just, you know, once I remember I booked a trip back to Macedonia and I didn't tell anyone and just rocked up there and <laughs> scared, scared the shit out of them because they're like, well, how could you be here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I just had decided. So that's wonderful. Yeah. So um, what are the things, um, you know, what do you cover off? Tell us a little bit of what's in the book, you know, some of the planning stuff. Talk to me a little bit about, you know. Or is there a funky story, um, a story that happened on your travels? You want to oh, share? yeah. Well, there was many funny stories. Actually, yeah. a lot of them had to do with um, accommodation. Yeah, tell <laughs> me, tell me what. So we wanted, we wanted the variety. You know, we would go to um, Novotels or you know previously to four or five star hotels, and so we were getting the hang of um, staying in homestays. We looked at a few of those before we left. They were in Bali mostly. And they're really nice to stay with our family, you know, I'm usually in purpose-built rooms for homestays. Um, but this, we went to Sri Lanka for a month and we thought we were in Sri Lanka, we just landed and we thought, well, what will we do next? So we started looking where we would go. We, we walked past um, like a tour company and we just said to him, like, where would we go next? And so he, he sort of pointed us up the coast and we were looking for surf, as I said, so we were going up the coast and... Um, we got up to uh, halfway up the coast, I forgot the name, and um, I thought we'll stay in like a, um, a bamboo hut to do that. It looked really awesome, right? And, of course, it was super cheap. Well, don't forget you get what you pay for. So when I say super cheap, it was probably like, oh, I don't know, $16 a night or something. Yeah, Australian. Yeah. And, um, we thought we'd pick the one that was upstairs because it looked like really cool bungalow, you know. Anyways, it turns out. It was terrible. Um, we had the rickety stairs to go up. And I'm laughing already thinking, oh, God, what have I done? Because I booked this one. We looked at it together. And Rob's pretty cool. He can go very rustic. But this was probably too rustic. And so we get up the creaky stairs. And it really felt like it was just bamboo holding it together. Oh, my God. It was one room. No heating, no windows, in fact. It looked like a jail cell. So you had bamboo across where the window would be. Okay. Um, a lock on the door, but you could put your hand in to unlock the door anyway. So you go in and it's got the bed with a lovely, you know, mosquito net canopy thing. Yeah. And um, it was, you know, a self-contained bedroom with your toilet and your shower in the bedroom. Like there was no wall, no partition. Um, there was this bamboo blind. You know those blinds you get that you sort of go oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Outside. <laughs> Door. It was literally, you could just walk one step to the toilet and then the basin, hand basin, was right next to Rob's pillow and the shower was tucked in behind that. It's hilarious. So I took video of it, just laughing at, you know, I hated it. It's funny now. How long did you stay um, there? No, I said, I can't stay there. It was horrible. You didn't, you didn't stay? We stayed. We did stay. We stayed for the first night and then we thought we got out and um, went along the beach to find somewhere else. And we negotiated with a guy on another one. I said to Rob, actually don't really like the town that much anyway. The beach was nice. So why don't we just leave it a, a night early and we'll go up to Oregon Bay, where it's where we wanted to go and we stayed there for a week. So we got an extra night up there. But yeah, it was it really hit home on get what you pay for. You know, it might look fabulous online, but really do your homework. Look at the reviews <laughs> because it also depends on like what you like. Like you said before, some people might love rustic and it might have suited some people. It was yeah, hideous. Yeah. It was really bad and hot. Um, yeah, and rickety. When you walked outside, the whole thing seemed Things to shake. fall apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was a funny story. But um, And then there's lots of dogs on Asian beaches. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know that, but I lots know. of 
yeah, beach dogs. And um, we were walking along the beach one time. It was near Oregon Bay, actually. And um, this little puppy stuck with us. It was a bit cute. So we just walked along. But then it seemed to be that we'd cross thresholds of um, territory. So other dogs would come swooping yeah. out. Yeah. And this dog hid behind us like it was our dog for protection. <laughs> we ended up trying to run away from the stupid thing. That's a hilarious in Sri Lanka. Here's these Westerns running away from a tiny dog because, you know, it was just causing much fuss with so many packs of dogs around. Yeah, yeah. I've had that happen and I freaked out because they do look like, you know, they're not taking care of and all that. They look really rough. And I'm, I was walking with my mom on the beach in Thailand and then and then they were like the territories, yeah, like, you know, you could tell, you know, and, and I said to my mom, what are you going to do, what are you going to do? Like, she goes, stay calm, just stay calm, just keep walking. They're not going to, like, they're after each other, and, but they came really close to, like, like us and I thought, that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a very interesting one. But, yeah, some think that they adopt you as their, their you know, kind of person. <laughs> Especially if they see a few days in a row, they just get used to you. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, good, good one. Um, so the book is filled with stories like this as well as yes. practical tips um, that yep. would help someone prepare for an adult gap year. Sure. So as the, tools. Yep, go ahead. At the end of each chapter, I put in top tips for whatever it might be relevant to that chapter. So it might be even yep. um, the currency or... Um, um, I don't know, restaurants or um, safety, things like that. And then I put um, a health checkup. So after each month, we did a, a bit of a health checkup, which I took yep. you know, the journal for. And um, that was, it's really good to go back and, and see ourselves as well. I know that when we were just probably um, 12 weeks in, if that, no, probably eight weeks into the trip, Rob was losing so much weight so quickly because, you know, all of our, our eating was different. Our exercise was different. Yeah. Um, we stopped drinking. We drank water because it's so hot anyway. Um, yeah. And we just walked for miles and miles. You know, we don't hire cars or anything. We do yeah. hire scooters. Um, yeah. And there's many a funny story with scooters. But, um, and yeah, so uh, and dining tips and things. But I put in what we ate for the month, what, ate, what we ate, what exercise we did. So it gives you an idea of the variety. So we walk five kilometres a day at least. That yeah. would be just our first walk. Then we come back and do yoga. Then we might have breakfast. Then we were doing boxing um, and gym, but not all in the one day. So I sort of said in, in what month. So in different areas, we would do different activities. So in Thailand, we did a lot of boxing. Yeah. In um, Bali, we did a lot of um, yoga and the gym so Rob tried to find the gym everywhere we went um we had personal trainers in Thailand to keep us on you know on track it's what we're actually trying to achieve yeah uh, yeah so Rob lost a lot of weight by about eight week eight I think in the end he lost 24 nearly 25 kilos which sounds like a lot because he wasn't actually big or obese anyway um but you could certainly see my loss about yeah. 10 and um, we just felt really, really good. Like we did regain our health and happiness, you know. Yeah. And mentally we did a lot of uh, meditation and just, you know, being away from the same stresses anyway helps you mentally. Oh. So, um, yeah, different people when we came back. It's absolutely amazing what it can do. And I think that was probably, you asked before, what would be a major takeaway? It's like who you end up coming back as, like your true self, because 
you know, you don't have those other stresses. You have time to think about what you want to do for the, the next chapter of life and, you know, uh, where you want to see yourself. So, yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, I have a quote that I always share with my first-time authors when I'm just meeting them, and maybe you remember this, but writing your first book is not about the book but about the person you become at the other end of it. And I would probably translate that, you know, going in a gap year, you know, it's not about the gap year, but it's about the person you become at the end, um, other end of it from having had it. Um, yes. So, yeah, so I, I would think when we have and go through an experience, you know, this is a very pleasurable and fun experience, and but you've got to plan for it. There's still painful aspects of like how to make it happen logistically, right? Yes. But it's worth it in the end. Um, and same thing with writing a book. So let's move on to talking about your book and, um, you know, how did you find the process? I mean, you you said, you know, you always wanted to write a book, but you never knew what it was going to be about. Tell me a little bit about that and the journey of going through yeah. 48 Hour Author. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I was saying to you earlier, um, I did always fancy writing a book, you know, for years, I think, but I never really thought, I, I, actually, I tried to explore how you would do it, you know, how would I write a book? What would it be on? Um, and when we decided to go away, I thought, well, there's a perfect thing. I love a good memoir. I love a travel book myself to read. So maybe it'd be interesting to inspire people. So um, I took my, um, my journal and we did blog posts while we were away and I did, um, you know, videos on social and stuff, yeah. social media. And so I was half prepared to do it. And actually, while we were away, I think about June or July in the year, I thought, oh, I wonder, like, how am I going to write this book? Who am I going to go with? Well, I didn't know anything about it. But, you know, as soon as you say it, they will pop up on Facebook for you, you know. And um, so you and Stu popped up on um, for advertising for your workshop. Mm. And I thought, wow, that looks awesome. This is exactly what I need. That looks awesome. Uh, so I saved that post in my phone. And then we got home in um, the October and mid-October and I thought, I'll, I'll look for that post. I didn't need to because then you popped up again on <laughs> Facebook feed. And I thought, well, there's a sign. I need to go with these people yeah. and go and have a look. So I had a look at reviews and, and even what you went through in the workshop, see if I thought that would suit me. And it, I thought, yeah, oh, this is really exciting. So I booked my ticket and I booked the VIP ticket so I could sit in the front row because yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to miss a thing. Yeah. And um, actually, I was pretty keen to sort of put my hand up to unpack because you, you always pick somebody to unpack their book yeah anyway so um so I spoke to you I think and then um you spoke to me after that for a chat and I thought yeah, sign me up sign me up I need to yeah. do this I'm really excited about the retreat it looked beautiful it sounded really awesome it sounded like a little overwhelming I guess in that we're actually going to write our book in yeah. on this retreat like really are you sure yeah. <laughs> um so but but I did I did believe it because when you're at the um when we're at the workshop, you do explain all of that. Yeah, how it happened. And, um, and you know, your energy and your professionalism and your experience. I thought uh, this is gonna happen. This is really exciting. <laughs> but then I signed up and um steering for the like it's a two-hour call, I think. Yeah, you had your prep session, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to unpack it and, and get an idea of how it was gonna the, the book was gonna work. And um, he was really enthusiastic and he helped me because I, I didn't understand like how you name a chapter, you know, yeah, I didn't yeah. understand anything actually. Yeah. And so that's what I really enjoy the process of learning so much about writing a book, you know, like how it comes together 
and everything that you said would happen happened on time every time you know and if we needed support we could just text you email you call you you know um so that really helped you also had these awesome master classes that run um and what i loved is that they help you you know um yeah. they help you with things that you don't know about yet like mindset for instance you did a mindset one i think and um social media like how would you put your book out there even before i'd written my book i started joining these master classes yeah. because it really inspires you and it keeps mindset on track mm. to actually achieve it yeah. so um i know i so when we went to retreat it was fun and we had the unicorn um theme that was fun um the accommodation and the place is beautiful but yeah it was just so busy all the other authors are really nice it just seemed to flow like you'd say right this session next we'll do this we'll do this we'll do this go back do some chapters if you built come back in when you're done and it really did work like that so I actually had all my chapters done seven yeah. few um by the time we left it was really exciting and then you mock up a um mock up the, the cover so we sort of go through that um and what else? And we we got back. You smashed it up. <laughs> you smashed it up. You oh, followed, yeah. Look, you followed everything the way you were instructed. That was really wonderful. About um, you know when you work with people, you know sometimes not every single person will follow the advice. But I have to say, you just kind of said, "Nat says do this. I'm going to do this," <laughs> and then you off you went. And that's what kept you on track. And yeah. that's what got you across the finish line. When people start to make their own rules, ah, oh, but I can't do this, or I'm going to do that, and I'm going to, they're trying, it's trying to like uh, adjust the mold <laughs> or the yeah. system. Then you, of course, the ingredients of the cake are not going to make the cake as good at the other end. So I was yeah. really impressed how um, how well you you followed all the steps, and thus why you have your book in hand. You had it pretty quickly. What month did you receive your book after the February retreat? Uh, September. Okay, so you you know about a six month period, um, yeah. you know, and then you did Amazon bestseller, um, yeah. you know, which was exciting, and that's why you've got your stamp on your book there. Um, yeah, and you know, I I hope yeah everyone that is in everyone should buy a book like this, right? Yeah. Because they they need to be inspired. And uh, there's been comments here on Facebook while we've been live. You know, uh, you know what a story. Jenny's book sounds inspirational and fun um and all that kind of stuff and oh and someone just said a dear friend patiently waited for her husband to postpone work so they could travel then she uh she died and he start he started living sad um so um yeah so things like that do happen and actually know of another instance um, um a client of mine who um used to be um like her husband owned like a mechanics uh, store um, and he worked really, really hard in that business all his life. And um, his son and daughter, like they were all involved in the business. Uh, but, you know, my client kept saying, oh, you know, I just want him to stop. I want us to now just enjoy what we've created because they were all very well financially kind of set up and he could leave the business to the son or there wasn't, they didn't need to shut down. But he didn't. And uh, he did pass away. He, he was a very sudden passing, passing and he never got to stop and smell the roses if you oh, like right. yeah which is yeah. sad so we don't want that uh for anybody we want people and this journey mental health like just for your own mental health how wonderful it would be to just um take it so i strongly recommend you guys go and look up jenny cook's book it's called adult gap year uh she's got her own website which jenny it's, let me say see if i get it right 
jennycook.live forward slash book. Yes. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> I got it right. Excellent. And, who, and as you can see behind me, uh, Jenny Cook is just spelled a normal way. <laughs> no, no, funky, <laughs> no funky spelling there. And of course, you know, um, if you get it off her, she'll sign it for you. Uh, otherwise, you can look it up also. Kindle version and paperback is available on your uh, all your good online resellers like Amazon, Booktopia, all of those places. So, um, yeah, Jenny, I can't wait to see how your you know journey unfolds now in the next 12 months and what happens but get get ready people right now get ready like I'm already my brain's already once my kids are kind of um you know because ours is uh, right in the middle of their schooling life we can't just pick up and leave even though my mum is our wonderful support system we can take away a loan with Stuart um but I'm already my brain's been like um you know where are we going to end up being and spend a month here and a month there and I said, we're not going to live in the same spot all the time. Look at us even now, like Queensland, Victoria, like even in the middle of a lockdown, I'm, I'm figuring out how to make a variety into life. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And thank you I'll definitely run another book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, we're here to support you. You know, we have so many authors writing second, third books, yes. uh, creating journals, all that sort of stuff, you know. Uh, it's never over when you write your first book. I say no, it's very addictive. <laughs> like I'm 14 books in and like um, already my authors that were at the retreat last week, some of them have committed to their second books and all that. They know they're going to write more because uh, books add, bring the positivity into what life is about and stuff like, especially books like yours, right? Yes. I love yes. it. So thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. It's been a pleasure working with you and having you in my life. And I know, you know, it's going to be ongoing and um, and definitely, you know, the information that you share from hindsight, from having done it is yeah. a valuable shortcut so you don't make mistakes that other people do. Absolutely. All right. And contact Jenny if you need some help doing it and organizing yourself, right? <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, have an amazing Monday and smash it out. <laughs> Bye. Bye.